Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the Beskari. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. We, we we track we we track our our NPCs. You know, uh, everybody attracts what happens in every episode. Y'all are great at taking notes, and we have a who did we meet? Where did we meet them? Are they cool or are they cute? Column, and then most importantly, we have a Mary fucker kill column. Uh, your tracks that was firm and firmly been deemed marriage material by this crew. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> sure is because she is cute she is cute she aight and a little dangerous but in an adorable way a little dangerous in a like hot way so sweet so wild good negotiator cute little braids so cute and the poor shard diver ended up with they didn't even get a kill in that column they just got pew 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 pew. <laughs> that's, all, that's what's listed for them in that column. R.I.P. Shard Diver. That that getting them with that nuclear blast in the beginning was like so so satisfying. Like literally just like freaking going fishing, just pulling out in front of them, getting just far enough where they're tempted to go that way, and dropping a nuclear bomb between us and them, and them going right into it. Was the most satisfying, like attack I think ever. <laughs> it, we actually fished it. We actually fished the shard driver. <laughs> the best laid mines of c- cats and rocks. I don't know. That didn't work quite as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was Girl. a hearty attempt. I like where you went with it. I like where your head's at. That was pretty cool. I was very proud of the four of you. I was a little upset because it does some cool stuff, but you evaded it very well, and then and then you fish hooked it in. Good job, gang. Speaking of what happened last episode, you finally had a bit of a break. It was a bit of an interlude episode in in the main plot. You actually went and got some work done, you know, as opposed to running around trying to capture terrorist slash freedom fighters slash whatever is going on with Agavana. Uh, you got you got back to work doing your very illegal but extremely cool job where you went out and you met with Yatraxo Resmin, this gorgeous girl with the wild magic ship who was out by Besk 5 mining for precious minerals. 
She was a lady in trouble. And the four of you swooped in like the questionable knights in shining armor that you are, rescued her from her own folly, then did her job for her, and then she still insisted on taking 50% of the profits from this venture. It wasn't, didn't I fail, like, get bad on a diplomacy roll or something? Wasn't that the thing that I basically... Yes, it was one of the few times that you have ever not done extraordinarily well on a diplomacy check. Friday was just that beguiled by her. She, she cute. That also She's happened cute. with Captain Eshofio Fireheart. So maybe Friday was also beguiled and enamored with with Fireheart. <laughs> I mean, that vest does cut a very trim figure in his military uniform. <laughs> it looks good. I'm trying to think if Friday would be. I think I think Friday is a little yeah yeah that works. That, that tracks. Yeah? Yeah. He'd go for a clean cut vest. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yum. <laughs> In a nice uniform. <laughs> I mean, he's not big on order. So, I mean, I mean, Friday, 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 you know, I don't think Friday's attracted to that. So. Unless it's like a taboo Yeah, I was thing. just about to say. Ooh, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, ooh, that lizard is like, so organized. <laughs> Friday, Friday's into a man or woman in uniform as a kink thing, not IRL. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking it was more of a I could fix him thing. Like, I can make him more chaotic. Okay. <laughs> I can corrupt him thing. I can corrupt him thing. Ooh. Ooh. More layers. Depth on Friday. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's going to be the thing. Is anytime Friday fails a diplomacy check from here on out, it's because he's a little beguiled by that person. Okay, <laughs> little caught up with the cutie. Yeah, exactly. That that, that, that tracks. That does track. That I like tracksos. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Heyo. <laughs> you keep those good jokes coming, Heidi. <laughs> I think Friday probably sits at the seventy thirty zone. Uh, on the Kinsey scale, so, it, so there's certain there's certain men I think that would that would twist him a little bit. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Love brother! <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, after reviewing my notes, uh, she actually only asked for thirty percent. So, you know, she's not she is not being unreasonable about all of the work that y'all did for her. So you you haggled her to thirty percent of the cut. And she gave you the name of a fence that she usually works with on Marixa, named Lindahl. So you have headed off to the Marixa Republic, the capital planet of which is Marixa, which was mostly settled by refugees from Galarian. So there's a lot of half-orcs, a lot of half-elves, a lot of elves, a lot of humans. Uh, quick question. What race is yeah. Getraxo? Like I can't tell. Is she? She's. She's. She's not elf. She looks like a half orc. Yeah, she maybe oh, half orc. Please, it's it's list it's listed somewhere. I don't actually have it written down. Oh, okay, give me a sec. Half orc, half elf. She's half orc, half orc. She's a fey child gnome. Oh. oh. So she's like uh-huh. short. She's very short. She's a shorty. She's very short. <laughs> That just makes it an even funnier mashup with Friday being just the tall, like the tallest a human can be. I like how everybody's so taken with Yatraxo. Meanwhile, Miss Fanny 
is I completely fall in love with the concept of storm running. So I'm picturing during the transit, they have all the internet browser pages on the Infosphere just doing the, you know how the people do the, how do I make beer in my own house sort of thing? And they start doing the research. It's like, uh-huh. I, w- I <laughs> want to be a storm runner, question mark. And just has all those browser <laughs> windows open. Yes, Ballad feels the exact same way. I think Friday would be down with it too. <laughs> Ballad was like Yatraxo, whatever. She's not my type, um, nor is she Ballad's. But um, she, after coming in out of that high of having like everything on her body, I mean, it's happened before, but having her body all singed off and just like blasted apart in that uh, that thrilling. <laughs> netting (laughs) experience i mean it was it was fun it was fun for her i know that looked horrifying to everyone else but (laughs) fanny and ballad are in the break room just streaming videos on different storm storm running videos that's all they do the rest of the trip oh my god look at this one we we're abandoning all all transportation jobs from here on out we're just doing storm running now abby you're just storm runners now. We're just storm runners now. That does change the plot that I had planned out uh, significantly. But you know what? I will figure out. I will figure out a way around it. <laughs> okay, changing all future jobs to storm running jobs. You got it, gang. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but this particular storm running job is over. You have gone to the Marixa Republic. You landed near the Vartaikum Bazaar, which is where you would arrange to meet Lindahl. And it turns out uh, you couldn't find him. His shop was all boarded up. Does it look recently boarded or if it's been closed up for a while? It doesn't, it, it, like, there's no cobwebs on it, you know? The, the boards don't seem to have a lot of weather-related wear and tear on them. And, and you've also been hearing whispers in the market that the Viscarium has uh, ordered a crackdown on storm running in particular oh, that's right. within the last week or so. So you can you can put two and two together. I'm going to roll a diplomacy to ask the, like, the, the surrounding shops if they know what happened or if they know where Lindahl is. Okay. This is Kai Imports all over again. Yeah, this is... Um... A weird coincidence. Ballad's a. I'm gonna w- roll a, you know, my culture check to see if I know anything unseemly about the Vertica Bazaar. I rolled a thirty. A thirty. Okay, Jess, what did you roll on your underworld culture check? Uh, twenty-four for nasty knowledge. For nasty knowledge. That All right. Nasty. Okay. Um, first of all, Heidi, uh, I just want to give you a hero point for remembering back that far in our in our campaign nice. and connecting these two experiences. Bless you. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Yay! As for the two of you high rollers, you are able to figure out some stuff, which is going to save you quite a bit of time. Sweet. Which is kind of crucial in this scenario. So Friday, you ask around at neighboring neighboring shops, and they are able to tell you once with a little convincing. They are reluctant. They're reluctant to speak about it, with which you understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they trust that you are 
sort of a roguish fellow. You don't seem like the type who's going to turn them into the Viscarium, and you are an extremely, extremely charming man. Plus, every time I smile, my teeth go ting. Little, little twinkles every time. They just, they sense they can trust you. You're one of the good ones. So they tell you that it was the Viscarium soldiers that boarded up the shop. But they saw Lindall leave earlier on his own, looking pretty freaked out. So he has not been arrested as far as any of the surrounding shop owners know. Can I ask the question of, uh, you get a sense of maybe you know where he might have gone? The answer you get, you're talking to like a human shop owner, owns a shoe store on the other side of the walkway. And they tell you... Uh, no, I, he looked really worried. He looked super upset, but I mean, he went that way and they gesture off toward, off toward the right. But like, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell, I I don't know him like that. I I couldn't tell you where he was going. That way leads downtown, I guess. Thank you, Kyla, for your help. Okay, Ballad, what you learn, you're, you're kind of, you're listening in on what Friday's doing. You're also checking in with a couple of your own contacts. Marixa's a hub world. It is like the crown jewel of this area of space. Marixa is sort of like a garden world federation planet. Mm-hmm. But, but every place is not without its crime underworld, baby, because that's just how the world works. Um... <laughs> And you've been around a long, long time, and Marixa is a hub. So you have contacts on this planet. And so you're checking around with people who you know from around here. And they tell you that they're not familiar with Lindahl specifically, but they do give you directions to a place called Body Be Gone, which is ostensibly a service devoted to the quick cleanup of unattended corpses that operates out of a small office in an antiquated building elsewhere in the bazaar. That sounds bad. You are told by your contacts that this is a a, a really well-kept secret, actually, as, as a fairly well-kept bolt hole. Nice. For people who are in the know. Yeah. Theme knowledge. <laughs> knowledge for the win (laughs) yeah because that role would have been significantly worse if i didn't have the plus five all right yeah uh and it would it it, honestly it would have i had some extra notes it would have taken you a while (laughs) to find this guy but you're able you're able to pinpoint a you've got a pretty good lead i think within 15 minutes or so of discovering that lindahl and sundries has been boarded up go team unless you want to do anything else you 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 can head straight to Body Be Gone. You know exactly where it is. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Let's do that. So Body Be Gone is located in a well-kept but antiquated building further into the bazaar. Friday, you do note that this is in the opposite direction of where the shopkeep you had been talking to pointed you. And you can surmise that Lindahl was trying to shake, was trying to see if he could shake a tail if anybody was indeed following him. The, the, when the thought of the, the shaking a tail comes to Friday, uh, he, I think he kind of, he knows he probably won't be able to very, he, you know, he'll do a perception, but, you know, maybe suggest everybody to maybe do a quick look around to see if uh, 
make sure we're not being followed. Oh. Okay, yeah, make me a perception check. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, he- oh, wow. Holy crap. Roll 20. Thank you. I love you today. Uh, 20. Okay. Uh, Saren got a 24. Okay. Yeah, 13 here, so not bad, but not like amazing. Well, I got a 17, but Miss Fanny and Ballad are still watching videos. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they keep texting each other. They're like, bloop. Bloop! The, the little <laughs> notification keeps coming up on. Oh, look at this one. <laughs> All right. So Friday and Saren, you you're pretty sure no one's following you. Um, no one seems to have marked the four of you out in particular. Uh, you there are a couple Viscarium officials that are around talking to other shop owners and sort of just generally patrolling the market, but no one no one seems to have caught on to you four in particular. Although Saren, on a 24, Ooh. this strikes you as almost a little suspicious in and of itself that the four of you who are clearly strangers to the area had been lurking outside of a shop of a person of interest and then talking to the surrounding people it's almost a little suspicious that nobody thinks you're suspicious. So I'll give you that. Friday, you ever, um, you ever feel like it's suspicious when no one seems to care that you're looking after someone who's a person of interest? Seems like we should be people being watched. You're, you're making a mighty fine point. Friday's just trying to think of the most chaotic thing he could do at this point. <laughs> Meanwhile, you just hear bloop, which considering he comes from Dustin Crane. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Annie, look at this one. (laughs) Barney picks some unsuspecting person on the other end of this this whole like open bazaar area that he's in. Somebody completely not even like associated with us and just very carefully kind of waves his hand and their gravity all of a sudden changes and they fly up into the air. Just to see what happens. Oh my god. When something like that happens in the area. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Um <laughs> make me another make me another perception check. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah, on a on an on a nineteen, and because you're looking for it, because Saren Saren's Saren was suspicious of the non suspicion. Flinging someone up into the air was it was very attention getting. Uh, stuff stuff spilled. You know they were holding things, trays spilled. Like I think they went through the roof of like a little tent sort of thing, and they're just kind of screaming up there now before falling <laughs> back to the earth. Very distracting. Um, there are one or two Viscarium agents that didn't act distracted fast enough, and they are very concerned with where you four seem to be going. Friday walks nonchalantly up to the Viscarian and go, hi, Friday Francisco. Nice to meet you. Why are you looking at us? <laughs> the agent, I mean, Vest can't really frown. This is not, that's not really how their mouths are. And actually, I'm going to do this with a diplomacy to see if I kind of like uh, charm them a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Roll me, roll me, uh, roll me a diplomacy. See if I like throw them off so much that they actually like spill the beans a little bit. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's a low diplomacy for me. Uh, Twenty-one. Okay. 
Friday likes the Vesks. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> or do the Vesks like Friday? This Vesk woman that you have barged up to uh, does blink a little bit. She appears slightly startled to be spoken to so directly and so boldly. Uh, usually people are a little more afraid of her. Mm-hmm. She's very intimidating looking. She's she's kitted out in some pretty like scary looking body armor. Uh, very official. But she stares down at you and after recovering from being startled says, my job is to patrol the market. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of staring at everybody. Move along. So a quick question for you, Abby. Do Vesks actually have yeah. the right to patrol this place? Is this part of their lands? So considering this is this is the Marex this is the Marexa Republic and not the Viscarium, mm-hmm. you 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 might assume that they are somewhat out of their jurisdiction, but as there are also like Marixa Republic officials around, you may also assume that they have potentially applied for jurisdiction in this particular area. Okay. And received it. Um, they, they they do not seem to be operating covertly. And the Marixa Republic is a very, like, it's a very heavily and well-regulated bureaucracy. So it's it's not the kind of place where agents from a, agents from a foreign land would be able to come in and just start fucking shit up without permission to do so from the authorities, the local authorities. Okay. Well, thanks for the information. Uh, walk back and just walk, start walking down the way. <laughs> okay, so while this was going on, we'll say, how long do you think this whole like interaction took place? I would say this is probably about a minute and a half. Yeah, like yeah, not 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 long. Guy guy flips up. Friday barges over. They have a terse they have a terse exchange. I'm going to basically when when the captain's like, why are y'all following us? <laughs> Fanny is gonna uh, will jaw drop like, oh, so direct. Um, will kind of turn to Ballad and Saren's like, I'm gonna end up just following you folks from a distance, so I'm gonna just kind of be off off camera, but I'll be nearby. And I'm basically I want to or Fanny wants to kind of do a Superman thing where they find a, you know, phone booth, a alley, somewhere kind of like out of sight to do kind of like a change and basically wants to follow the group, follow anybody that might be following the group. So kind of standing offside to observe is, is kind of like the intent. I don't know if there's anywhere nearby that's available for like a quick change. It's a market. It's a bazaar. There are a, a few like little nooks and crannies where you could potentially like, I don't know, find an alley. Probably Fanny would probably go further back in their bag of forms that they haven't used in front of the crew either. So it's a double blind. I'm the bee Riaz, which is a Kasatha that used to work as a short order cook in a space diner and will now basically be trailing the party but from a, enough distance where maybe I'd be trailing whoever might potentially be trailing the party. I want you to roll me a stealth and roll me a disguise. Okay, here we go. Stealthy. Come on, high roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo-wee. All right. That is a <laughs> 24. Oh, that's a natural 20. Yeah, wow. That's a good stealth. 
And you said also, what was the other check? Uh, disguise. Oh, disguise. Okay, so this one gets a bonus then. Okay. Oh, oh man, talk about wheel and woe. That's a natural 20 and a natural one. Well, the disguise check actually gets rolled by Abby, so, and it's a secret check. Yeah, yeah, yes. Remember Big D. Oh, so there, right, there's a DC. <laughs> there's, a D, there's a DC that I need to beat. So you'd roll a 16 to the dice. Okay, so you duck into an alley, you emerge as Ryaz the Kasatha, and you covertly kind of start following the group. And now you folks wouldn't even know because you've never seen this one. Depending, although Miss Fanny did make available on their shared network drive, like their little dossiers. So unless somebody just took the time to like cycle through all of them, potentially they might recognize that one. I would think Friday would just because that's part of his job is knowing his crew, but I don't mm. think he would have maybe noticed. He, I, he He's too busy looking forward to not look, probably not looking back at the moment. So that's probably where he probably doesn't get you right away. He's also probably used to you disappearing for times like this. You just let it randomly disappear. So he's just going to keep moving forward. You're all making your way toward Body Be Gone and Raya's like Raya's following behind you. Raya's make me a perception check. Okay, here we go. Come on, perception. Oh no. <laughs> Hero point. Hero point. Here we go. Hey, that's better. You uh you don't notice anyone actually actively following. You're looking around. You're feeling pretty well disguised. You don't think anybody has pegged you and you and you know while you seem a couple more Viscarium Viscarium agents dotted here and there as you make your way toward Body Be Gone no one no one seems to have noticed your group or seems to be following them you're reasonably certain that whatever is going on no one's following you actively right now okay so the four of you make it to the door of Body Be Gone it's a neat little building it's a small office it's on the bottom floor and you stand before the door once you enter, because you actually have to enter the office building. And then you find, you know, you look at the little directory, you find Body Be Gone, you walk over to the office, you try the handle, it is locked. What do you do? I do a perception check and then I try and unlock the door. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll, I'll add on with that perception check. Okay. I rolled a 19. Ooh. What are you doing a perception check on specifically? What are you like? What are you looking for? Um, I am kind of looking t- to see if uh, I'm looking to see if we were followed. If there's any sign that there is anyone watching us, and I'm and I'm I'm just do I'm just fully focused on like looking behind us and just seeing what's going on while Heidi, well not Heidi, while Saren is doing what she needs to do. Nice. All right. And you know what? I, I realized, did we knock and no one answered? You didn't knock. You just tried the door. Ah, yeah. So before attempting to unlock the door and break into this place and maybe being met with resistance, Saren <laughs> will knock. We can learn. Yes. You're going to knock first. You can learn. You're just going to knock. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I am going to give you your perception checks, though. Two looks like you and Friday both got a 19. No one's followed you into the building. You take a peep outside the front windows. 
No one on the street seems to be watching the building that you can tell. <laughs> you don't meet my 24 stealth. You don't even see me. I'm too stealthy for y'all. Yeah, you like <laughs> Ryaz is you do, like there's a random Kasatha out there who appears to be shopping for fruit. Yeah, I was about to say biting snacks. Oh, our Galactus mistress knows hey. us too well. <laughs> but uh, you don't really take note of Ryaz too much uh, because, you know, it's a random Kasatha out there. Everything seems fine. Saren knocks on the door. Yeah. And you do hear an answer. Sort of a shaky sounding voice going like, who, uh, who is it? Uh, you tracks us in us. Uh-huh. Sure. That's nice. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not taking, uh, visitors right now. Um, uh, business hours are over. Please, um, go away. You doing okay, friend? Peachy? You sure don't sound like it. Peachy Keen? Please go away. <laughs> I'm not opening the door. We're closed. Tell us three times you want us to go away if you need help. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Silence while he processes. Saren, you want to open the door for us? Look, I can open the door pretty easily. I just wanted to make sure that um, we're looking for a Lindal, and it sounds like maybe you need a little bit more help. Make me a diplomacy check, Saren. Oh, no. Hey, my one weakness. I rolled a 14. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. For someone who doesn't have uh, more than a plus one. Yeah. (laughs) I'll give give Saren an eight, so that'll give a plus two. Oh, and also plus the charming veneer. So, So 17. You still hear from behind the door. Never heard of him. Look, friend, uh, I, I understand that there's a lot of things that might be going on. It's not our first time running into a shop that's randomly boarded up for some weird reason when it shouldn't be. We'd like to help, mainly because we'd like to get you out of any trouble so we can get paid. So why don't you why don't you let us in and we'll do our best to see get you out of whatever predicament you got yourself into. As I roll a 31 diplomacy. Woo, Dustin. Oh, there he is. There he is. (laughs) There's a, there's a small pause and you hear the lock snick as Lindahl unlocks it, opens the door and lets you in. Thank you kindly. So Lindahl, just for, you know, the four of you and for those of us who are listening at home, is a Dromada. Oh, oh, so cool. It's like a bug-eyed Marmaduke camel-looking thing. So Dramata, Dramata looked like a critter that that would be more in. It's a, it's a very like Star Wars-looking kind of alien. So uh, sort of like a camel-like face, uh, still a biped, a biped with a uh, two two like upright on their feet, two arms. Uh, five-fingered hands, and then a face that's vaguely like bloodhound-shaped with big droopy lips and two sort of stock-eye-like things coming out of his forehead. It kind of feels like if you combined a kangaroo with a camel. Oh, yeah, that's a good description. 
so this kangaroo camel man uh, opens the door, stands back, and says, "Okay, okay, you can come in. Just, just make it, make it fast before someone sees you." And he is just obviously insanely anxious. He has had a bad day. So uh, we go in. Uh, as we go in, I, I radio uh, Fanny. I don't know where you're at, but uh, whenever you're ready, we're we're inside. I'm watching you now. <laughs> Not far. Okay, let me know if you you see anything suspicious. Aye, aye, Captain. You are now standing with Lindahl in a very cramped little office. Uh, It's clear that Lindahl had been planning to sleep here. There's like a little fold-out cot up against one of the walls. But for the most part, it is a room that is barely big enough for a table and chairs and then a tiny pallet. So you're all... It's a pretty tight squeeze. Because Dramata... uh, Dramata are not small. And neither are Saren or Friday. Uh, Ballad's kind of having to make himself, you know, as small as possible, like tucked into a tucked into a little corner to avoid all of these very tall, large people. Yes, you said you said something about getting paid, and you mentioned your track. So I, I'm so I, um, I've had a bit of a bit of a uh, bit of a morning. Um, I do remember getting a message from her a couple days ago about a potential shipment. Of star metal, is that uh, what this is about? Yeah, that's that's what we got. But first off, what's uh, uh-huh. what's going on with you, friend? You seem a little uh, skittish. I don't know. Maybe this is oh, your yeah. natural state, but uh, it seems a little off to me. <laughs> I mean, natural state, a little bit. Um, but I, I I do I do mostly deal in um, semi legal semi legal product uh, fencing. Like for Gitraxo and and you presumably right now, um, but but no, uh, I've had I've had an especially bad day. I, if you didn't notice, my my shop was boarded up um, uh, because I got uh, I got I got tipped off just in time that uh, there are Viscarium agents who have uh, issued a issued a crackdown on Star Metal Storm Running, and um, you know I need to go into a different line of work. This is this is too much my heart. So are all have all all of all your all the people that kind of deal in the same thing you did being shut down or was it just you? I mean we don't we don't like have a like a call sheet or a group chat. I'm I don't know. You don't, you don't have a bonfire group chat? Not for not for uh you know this this particular activity. So no. Honestly that would be pretty bad for like any sort of um, semi uh, semi legal enterprises to to really make themselves available to one another at any given time, so that that anyone like who gets hacked causes everyone else to go out of business. Oh, that's a good point. I do have a a legitimate business. Mostly, it's Lind Lindall and sundries. My, some of my sundries are are very are very legitimate. I've heard of your chocolates. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Thank you. It's a family. It's a family recipe. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that they seem to have made it galaxy wide. <laughs> <laughs> After everything, com- I mean, you know, cause the, the the 
there are crackdowns on this every once in a while. I'm just I'm just extra fluttery because it got a little got a little closer than usual this time. But they usually they usually crack down and then they go away, you know. So so I still I I still want the shipment. I want the shipment. Um, okay. Well, uh, how do you want to do this, my friend? What was what was the price that uh, you track so? Settled with you on? Did she? Did she name my usual? My usual? Uh, I think it was a hundred. A hundred. BP. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> it sounds very expensive. <laughs> now he's getting mad. That sounds like you're trying to take me for a ride. <laughs> I assure you, I am not in the mood. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't really handle any of the financials. So you negotiate back and forth, Lindahl, for a little bit. You tell him how much uh, how much uh, star metal you have been able to acquire, and he offers you uh, ten BP. Ooh, that sounds nice. Sounds like a reasonable price. Okay, all right. Oh well, this is uh, this is a much nicer day than uh, than I was expecting to have. Actually, um. I uh, I can meet you at your hangar in about two hours. I just need to go get some, round up a couple people to help me load a cargo truck and uh, your money. Mm, I'm a little bit worried about us leaving you on your own if you're uh, feeling like you're in danger. Maybe, I mean, and if it's not a huge imposition, I could stay and keep an eye on you so that you're not, you know, Valid does one of the, uh, like, a finger across the neck motion. No, no, it's, uh, it's fine. I've had a bit, I've had a bit of a scare, but honestly, business as usual sounds good. I know exactly where to go. Um, and I, it's been quiet around here for a while. I think, uh, I think I'll be okay. I appreciate it, though. Alid kind of looks at the captain after he says that, and uh, she frowns, but she's going to respect his wishes. She's like, okay, I mean, just if something happens to you, don't come crying to me. It'll be fine. I've, um, I feel, I feel, I don't know. I feel like things have calmed down. I've seen fewer soldiers out there in the past uh, couple hours, and I'm going to I'll be, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Uh, he seems pretty short. All right, man. Okay, come on. Let's all head out. We got, we got some stuff to get ready. We won't. We're gonna make for a quick exit because I'm not feeling this planet too well. Aye, aye, Captain. Yeah. Has anybody been casing out the shop in the meantime? You're in a newish area now, and I'm gonna need you to roll me another perception check. All right, that is going to be an 18. Nothing you can tell. From what you may be overhearing over the comm, Lindahl's right. It, it does seem to have calmed down. Okay, cool. In the past little while, like while while they've been in there. Like, you're not seeing a heavy amount of scary looking officials. All right. We'll pick up a couple of cassava melons then. Yeah, you will. All right. So clipping right along, you head back to the Void Jammer. You start getting the star medals that, you're, that you've decided to sell Lindahl ready to go with the help of your adorable Gabo friends. They've already made pretty good progress on getting everything arranged, packaged safely, and ready to be loaded onto a cargo truck. And uh, you're at it for about an hour, and you receive a message that was routed to you through the Starport traffic control computer. 
and uh, whichever one of you reads it, uh, it reads only arrested, help, trank. Can I do a computers to ch- uh, check and source the location data to figure out where that would be? And who's trank? Yeah, I assumed it means like tranquilizer. Hmm, interesting. What a thought. It could also mean like there's some area of town or a shop named Tranquility. True story. Uh, uh, normally Trank means Tranquilizer. Computers check. Yeah, make me a computers check. Oh, that is a nat one. I want to use that hero point from earlier. Woo! Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, dang. Burning these hero points as one should. All right. That's better. That is a 22. Fabulous. Okay. So on a 22, you are able to discover a lot of information. You research the infosphere, just looking for any standout words related to tr- like related to the word trank and arrested. And you are able to come up with a tranquility rehabilitation center. What? Oh my. Which is a which is a Marixa prison. Oh. Huh. Of course it would be. Time for a prison break. It's time for a prison break. So you also are able to find Lindahl's arrest record. Marixa Republic law enforcement picked him up before he got transferred to Calm 93 at the Tranquility Rehabilitation Center by order of a Viscarium official named Renavaya. Renavaya. All right. Renavaya. Since you also got such a high computers check, you get the same feeling that you got in the market. You found that too easily. Yeah. That should not have been that easy Mm. to find. This is a trap. We're going to walk right into it, aren't we? Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't he listen? So, I don't know about all you guys, but I... I keep running into this thing where people keep trying to like set us up for traps and stuff, and I kind of want to come at them sideways, but I can't think of an idea. Does anyone of you I have an idea how we can come about in this way that they don't expect? Hmm. Head on. I think head on is something they'd expect. Yeah, I think they'd expect that of us. And I tried that earlier; it didn't work. No, I mean like cause a huge ruckus, not directly at the prison but I'm saying maybe nearby we set up something that looks like head on and then we don't go head on (laughs) oh I see do any of the four of you want to know a little bit more about Tranquility Rehabilitation Center it might help you make a plan yes yeah will my special knowledge help me at all not in this case uh the underworld knowledge wouldn't necessarily be applicable here because it is a prison uh on a fairly like well-regulated planet and they do a pretty good job of keeping an underworld element away from this particular spot if if you do reach out to your underworld contacts about it they will just tell you that is a pretty impregnable fortress no one has ever really successfully staged a jailbreak from this place before. Well, damn. Yeah. Well, I guess we've done all that we can do. Let's head out. Well, 
on to the next job. I mean, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that's not an option. You actually literally can do that. And I'll just start book three right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to book three. Fuck this guy. We'll find this. Like, we'll, we'll find a way to sell this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a bad job. Uh, he's not going to pay us now because he's in lockup. And I guess we're just moving on. Terrible job, everyone. Let's go. <laughs> well, this is a wash. Well, darn, that sucks. He got arrested. Bye. <laughs> Who could have predicted? <laughs> okay, I've got two thoughts. Uh, so I rolled a culture. I, okay. I rolled a culture to know about the the prison. Uh, okay. which I rolled a fourteen. I also want to kind of roll a computers to see if what how much I can learn about tranquility um, rehabilitation center, and also. Sarah's just going to suggest um, maybe we could come at this sideways by I could try and hack their systems and throw everyone into disarray and oh. um, maybe at the very least get access to their cameras to know where the traps are and any ambushes might be. That's exactly the kind of distraction I was thinking of. Um, I also I want to do my culture check, which is a 20 without my special bonus. Before I kind of go into more about what the prison is, I actually, that actually reminds me, Heidi, uh, Sarah and Ballad had a bit of an argument on, uh, what was it, Gaskar 3, when oh, you were yeah. talking to Agavana. And Saren actually got really frustrated with how often the other three members of your crew want to go around doing stuff like prison breaks and do-gooding in general oh yeah can you can you talk to me a little bit about like how Saren's feeling about this particular instance and how on board she actually is because the other three are pretty much down to cause cause trouble whenever like they're 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 ready they're uh, they're three they're three little chaotic anarchists that are happy to make trouble whenever but happy to cause a calamity if you will yeah, yeah, happy to cause a calamity, especially if you're sticking it if you're sticking it to the big guys, you know. Um, Saren has expressed a little more reluctance around this kind of thing before. So, how is she feeling? So, uh, I think the only other one who might actually help out with the finances on the ship is Relora, <laughs> but. I think Saren's the one who really does does all of that. Um, just kind of falls into your wheelhouse, and she knows just how close to the wire they're running as a crew, and is like, we don't have another contact to sell the star metal to. A prison break is risky business, but also it's not quite the same thing as trying to hunt down a shadowy government organization where we wouldn't even know where to begin to look for them. It's like, I think this is one of those things where like, this isn't necessarily even about do-gooding for Zhur. This is just about Zhur getting paid. And it's like, damn it. The Vescarium is not going to get in the way of me getting my, getting my paycheck. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, I think that in this case, Saren agrees. We are absolutely in a position um, with our particular skill set to charm, lie, fight, and hack, distract, and um, disguise our ways in. Right? It's we are the perfect team for a prison break. 
guess that's true. I uh, I also do have a weird idea uh, that I need to ask our beautiful, illustrious, vivacious game mistress. Keep it coming. Uh, uh, say, say more. So I know we can use BP. We have used BP in the past to get starship upgrades. Uh-huh. And we have used BP to improve our quality of life. Uh-huh. Can we use BP to sow discord among a community? <laughs> Before we go too far down the inciting a protest or other path, let me tell you a little bit about Tranquility Rehabilitation Center with yeah. those excellent roles from Jess and Heidi. Most of this information is pretty readily available on the Infosphere. Tranquility Rehabilitation Center has a nice website, you know? They want to tell you all about it. When I say Marixa mm. is like a federation-style planet, I mean right I mean right down to its its system of incarceration and rehabilitation. Wow. Tranquility is a state-of-the-art prison complex comprising hundreds of isolated facilities known as comms, which are each built on separate artificial islands. Surrounding the facility is a massive hexagonal wall patrolled by drones and topped with anti-air weaponry that surrounds the entire region. So this is actually not near this city. Like, you would have to go elsewhere on the planet. It's, it's an entire region of... The, of the planet in and of itself. So Tranquility structures these comms as small island villages devoid of conventional security. There's only a drone or two to perform maintenance and interface with guests. Each island houses 16 prisoners, and from their comms, inmates can see surrounding islands and their occupants, creating a sense of community with no risk of overcrowding. Every island has plenty of room for exercise. Many prisoners have painted the walls of their comms with murals, and everything from the paint color to individual room design intends to minimize the psychological pressures and conflicts of being in prison. AI consoles throughout the facility provide counseling as well as advice on developing life skills, self-improvement, or routines to increase mental and physical wellness. Inmates can cook their own meals and do laundry on their own, but they can also choose to have drones serve them if they'd rather. Tranquility has open visitation 24 hours a day, which requires neither supervision nor observation. Can I go there? Oh, it sounds nice. (laughs) Sounds like prison for rich white dudes. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... This might be a trap, but it looks like we could really easily just get in there. Saren turns around, and there's Friday with a giant bulletin board with all these different plans, like, sticking on the things. <laughs> it's white collar. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a white collar facility, bro. Friday takes his bulletin board down and walks away with a cloud of like storms over him as he walks away. You hear the doo 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 doo. (laughs) Sad bindle over the shoulder. So you are able to discern from this website, and also because the website has it clearly laid out that if you would like to visit an inmate, you need only fill out this form. You fill out a form stating that you are friends of Lindahl Sifskoda, and you would like to visit him, please. Oh, yeah, this is definitely a trap. <laughs> you uh, can get there because you can't um, 
you, like also clearly laid out for you on the website, is you can't fly there yourself. You can arrange for a shuttle from the nearby port city of Doba to take you to the prison. You will not be permitted to bring weapons. So that's that okay. is why I'm a living weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. My weapon isn't really a weapon. I have a technomancy spell that gives me eye lasers now. Pew, 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 pew. With that excellent computer's check, you are also able to discern a different way that you might be able to get into the facility. Okay. I will I will say the first option is probably the most conflict the most conflict averse. Uh, and there are ways to get it just just to make sure like you understand what you can do. Alternatively, you are able to get a couple of maps with your with that computer's check of the facility and you think that there might be a way oh. to hover the void jammer over the facility out of range of the wall-mounted guns. There are heat sensors that monitor the air above the prison, so you would have to cut all power, fall through the range of the heat sensors, and then ignite the thrusters again. That sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a normal (laughs) Thursday night. It would be very, very difficult. The shuttle is the easier option. But the falling through the heat sensors is more fun. <laughs> very difficult as a, is it a piloting check? Very, very difficult. Yes, it's a, it's a very difficult piloting check. Oh, we burned so much hero points. That's a lot of pressure on Rolora. That is the other option. <laughs> I just feel like we don't need to do that because, again, no weapons will be lost. Um, I'm really not concerned with handing over my longsword. It's mostly decorative. But the other one's so much more fun. But sometimes fun is stupid, Captain. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I know. The only thing that I could say that might influence us to go with the Captain's plan is that if we are intending to actually break someone out, we do need a way to get out with them. Yeah, we can. I mean, we can do like a fusion of the two is what I'm saying. Like, like I feel like it's the same situation either way. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, if we get down close enough, if we get to the fire, we can just use the void jammer to blow up the guns. Uh, yeah. I mean, I better tr- to not have our ship. Sorry. Sorry, Ballad. That's OK. Go ahead. Uh, I was just thinking better to not have have our ship on camera. That's a good point. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Okay. I will go with plan A. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So sometimes <laughs> fun is stupid. Well, that's why I have such a wonderful crew to help me like figure things out. Uh, Calamity, <laughs> we, we're going to need you to get ready for a p- potential emergency exit, though. So keep, keep, you, we'll keep you on the comms and you stay above and you might need to do that drop in on us. They sound super excited when they reply. They're like, ooh. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that y'all need to feel like you need to get in danger for me, but I I am ready. I am ready to perform this service. <laughs> I am honestly a little disappointed that that's not plan A. Just saying. <laughs> the real seeker. The only reason we're not doing plan B is because uh, if they see you, then they know where you're at. They know what it you look makes, like. 
That makes perfect sense, and I do appreciate the attention to my uh, privacy. But uh, mm, that sounds like a rush in my circuits. <laughs> We're bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> they already had a, a chaotic spirit yeah you can tell they, they sound like they were a pretty adventurous person before they became a ship do they have like a minimal staff then or is it just like completely robots sounds like it's completely robots from what you can tell on the website it's completely robots it's a totally automated facility wow now uh saren you're not able to hack that ai are you now, that is a great question. I can absolutely try, though there is always the possibility that any attempt could alert them that I am trying to, to hack into their to their system. I will say remotely, just right off the bat, no. But once, once we're on, on land? You, you don't know specifically because you're not there, but a local system hack is more likely than being able to hack in remotely. Okay. Well, let's get going. All right. So we're doing the shuttle option. I'm a little upset. But what exactly is the plan? Go in there and just extract them? Yep. Pretty much. Oh, oh, that's the plan. (laughs) Oh, my. See if you can fool whatever sensors are there to keep the inmates in there. I mean, it's obvious it's a trap, but, you know, maybe that's what will make it interesting. You know what the cool thing is? Once we're inside and we figure out what sensors are keeping them in, we just can, you know, pop it, pop the lock. All of them come rushing out. I think we should just pop all the sensors okay. and let all the in my run away. That's exactly what I'm saying, as usual. Yeah. <laughs> Ballad well, walks to... away because she's like, she's had enough of today saying something and then somebody repeating exactly what she said. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with conversations. <laughs> they don't work for me, apparently. I was just agreeing with you, Ballad. Sorry. <laughs> it's whatever. Nobody ever listens to the 300-year-old space assassin. Let's go. <laughs> I wonder if any of my friends from back in the day, like when I was younger, are in tranquility. Hmm. Anyway. Oh. Ooh. Intriguing. We will have to get a story, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. You take Voyjammer to the port city of Doba. You hire a shuttle. Calamity takes the Voyjammer elsewhere, awaiting your signal, hoping for your signal, ready to drop in on you literally whenever. I guess I'll stick with Ryaz since, eh, why not? They're the new one. We'll, we'll get their face out there. Great. I was, I was, that was going to be one of my questions is what form is Rolora taking? We're sticking, we're sticking with Ryaz? We'll stick with Ryaz. Uh, quick clarification. Just want to clarify Ryaz's pronouns. Oh, you know what? I'll go he, he, him, they, them for Ryaz since they're based on Matthew Broderick. All right. I'll take it. Acceptable. (laughs) I'm going to put that in my notes too before I forget. Yeah, acceptable read. So y'all board your shuttle. Are there weapons that you do want to attempt to disguise? Hmm. Don't need to. Ballad doesn't need to do this because they've got a weapon always that they can just manifest out of the air around them. And it's very cool. Saren, are you going to try to conceal a weapon? Nope. 
I think I'm going to go ahead and just uh, stick with my crystal lance. Your crystal lance. Friday, are you going to try to conceal a weapon? Nope. Nope. Friday hasn't used a weapon other than a grenade in ages. That's fair. That is true. And finally, Raya's. Nope, I'll I'll leave all the weapons behind. I'll just be prepped to use my technomancic abilities to give myself laser vision when the need arises. We have great party comp for this. Absolutely, this is perfect. Because <laughs> the, the DCs on all of your options were pretty high. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like mechanic is the is one of like out of the four of us, I'm the only one who would need a weapon, but I come with one built in. Yeah, hell yeah! You can you can get stabby regardless. Yeah, are you able to take yeah. Jambot with you? That is a good question. I was planning to take Jambike. Jambike does not have any weapons attached to to them. As long as Jambike doesn't have any weapons attached, the sensors on board the shuttle do not flare up. Okay. You board the shuttle. None of you are trying to hide anything. You are four upstanding, upright citizens who are totally on the up and up all the time. Hmm. You see rising before you out of the ocean a huge wall. It towers above you at quite a height. You actually kind of lose track of it. It's so tall. You do know that Calamity is hovering around up there somewhere ready to drop in at a moment's notice. As you approach, the the shuttle automatically sends out a code and a piece of the wall just disappears. There's a hole large enough for your shuttle to fly through. And you see a spread out, pretty like spread out for miles in either direction, a bunch of islands. And you are automatically taken to Calm 93, which has acres of forest, beach, and grassland that you can see from your shuttle surrounding a small whitewashed village. You can see individuals as well uh, playing outdoor sports, enjoying the pleasant weather, enjoying a hike. You can see that as you pass over all of these little islands. You land at Calm 93's Welcome Center, which is on the beach brick paths wind among the inmate homes referenced as guest rooms as a huge sign boasts welcome to calm 93 and below it boasts a colorful map with each guest room apparently labeled so if you would like to step up to the map and read oh i want to play volleyball (laughs) you can do that <laughs> you want to play some volleyball ballad? You can play some volleyball. <laughs> I want to live on this island. Abby, are you giving us a beach episode? Oh shit. <gasps> beach episode. We're turning it into that. We're not going to save him at all. We're You're just not going to save anybody. You're just going to hang out. Oh, I love it. Okay, great. We're going to make some s'mores. <laughs> We're going to have a campfire later. For now, Bowd's going to play volleyball. I imagine Saren and Jam Bike making a sand castle. Um, Miss Fan. <laughs> Miss Fanny turning into different sea creatures, you know. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. Heck yeah, I get back to my my starfish roots as a big old starfish creature. <laughs> Saren suggests Saren suggests we play either Blazer Ball or Ederet. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
Dan, fantastic. Um, this is this might very well be what all of you were thinking, but you are a little distracted by the fact that striding up one of the brick walkways towards you. Oh, a hottie. I smell a hottie incoming. Oh? Well, I mean, based on our, based on our discussion earlier, Friday might find this person to be a bit of a QT. Striding up the brick walkway towards you. Oh, shit. Is Eshovio? Is Eshovio Fireheart. <gasps> Yum. <laughs> I heard Jess yell from the other room. <laughs> Eshovio Fireheart is striding down one of the brick paths towards you. He is not in uniform. He's in a Hawaiian shirt with uh, trunks. What? Those shapely dinosaur legs are on display. <gasps> what? Uh, he has been rehabilitated. He's been cured for <laughs> wellness. <laughs> He's been cured for wellness, yes. Eshovio <laughs> <laughs> strides forward and he waves. He lifts a big old hand. He waves at you. He goes like, hey, welcome. Are you, uh, are you new residents? <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Everything about him seems different. He's even talking lighter. There's a happy uptilt to his tone when he asks you questions. He seems like a great burden has just lifted off of his shoulders. And he is so calm, living his best life, no longer troubled with any questions. Maybe we should do that stupid plan after all, Ballad says out of the <laughs> corner of her mouth. Eshavira, aren't you worried about breaking your oath? He blinks at you, goes like, have we met? Yeah. Captain, it's very obvious there's a lot of, um, there's like brainwashing going on here. I don't think he's going to remember us. Uh, yeah. Let's see if we, well, let's, Friday's a little set off by this. This is a little, uh, uh, disturbing to him. Uh, like, Hey man, like I know, I know in my old life, you know, I wasn't exactly keeping it together. Uh, I, you know, I mean, so be, so it's totally possible we already know each other. We already know each other, man. I mean, I, were you, uh, were you like, and he kind of drops his voice to whisper, were you like a client? Uh, you hired us. Did I, yeah. did I buy from you? Did I like, you know? Well, you still owe us like 20 BP. Oh, jeez. That is so Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, man. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm probably not good for it anymore. I'm not dealing any longer. Uh, I came to this place and they cleaned they cleaned me up, you know, and I got some I got some some rehabilitation and I've, Wait, I've learned some um, new skills. Sorry, can I in a what did you do in your life before? I did some dealing, you know, nothing too serious. Uh, some mild hallucinogenics, carytho crystal notes, mostly. Uh, I didn't think it was that big a deal, but but I've come to see the error of my ways and how I harmed my community, and uh, I'm gonna do my time, get out, do better. Oh, all right, we've got a bigger problem <laughs> than than we thought, Captain. I'm going to try an experiment. Uh, I'm going to cast, uh, see what happens if I do remove condition lesser on him. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Go for it. 
Uh, so I just need him to, because it's a harmless spell, I'm going to say, hey, buddy, you want to, uh, I'm, 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 a re- I'm here to help rehabilitate you, too. I got something for you. You mind accepting it? <laughs> he kind of laughs, and he's like, yeah, okay. So I cast it on him, because then, he, he, then he, it's, it's a harmless if he doesn't resist it. So does it do anything? What does it look like? Like, what's this, does the spell look like anything? It, it just, uh, oh, yeah, okay, I guess. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to say it looks like, um kind of like a slime like kind of just like over like ru- comes over him and then like as it, you see if there's any toxins or it absorbs any kind of like infection or hazard or whatever conditions might be you know affecting him it like absorbs it into the bubble like the slime absorbs it Ooh. pulls it out of the skin as it like rubs down his body Ooh. he observes this happening with some kind of mild interest and then bobs his head a little bit like weird so it didn't do anything uh, to him? Nope. He seems yeah. completely unaffected. Well, that was a waste of a spell. I get the feeling this is something a little more intensive. Hey, more so... More permanent. Are, uh... I don't know what you mean by by intensive and more permanent, but uh, are you here to visit somebody? Like, what's, uh, what's up? Can I give you a tour? Yeah, let's go with a tour. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yes, we're here to visit random name number one, random name number two, and Lindall. Lindall, Lindall. Um, I haven't, I haven't met a Lindall yet, but but he might just be in, uh, he might just be in treatment right now. He'll be out soon. Uh, some sometimes new people show up, but they always go through treatment processing first. Where's that take place? I'll show you if you want. Yeah, why don't you show us? Yeah, yeah, I'll take you to the treatment room. Um, follow me. Uh. So over here, this is the volleyball net. Uh, sometimes we play, sometimes we don't. There's a lot of skittermanders here. So they're a little on the short side, but uh, you know, it can be it can be a lot of fun. Um, that's my that's my house over there. He points out off at one of the little like beach huts. He's like, you know, I mean, I've uh, I've been trying to get out of it lately. Uh, I've been playing a lot of a. Uh, hey, have any of you played um, Yaraberry Farmer? It is so soothing. Uh, yes, but I find level 43 really challenging. That's when they have the irrigation challenge. and Oh, oh gosh. Uh, yeah, that took it, me a long time to beat that one. <laughs> my god, this poor thing. Like, that's what I mean. Like, actually, it's so funny you say that because I'm actually like, I rage quit that one. I, uh, I had to take a walk. <laughs> So yeah, that's my house, and then uh, yeah, over there, that's Carm's house, and uh, Donnie's house is over there. Wait, did you say Carm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a kind of a <laughs> he's real grumpy for a skittermander, uh, but but yeah, there's 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 a guy named Carm here. Um, there's a bunch of people here. Why do you uh, do you know him? You said a Donnie as well, didn't you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She uh, her house is her house is over yonder. Saren is is like looking everywhere to see if she can see anyone else in this uh, in this com. They might be in the community center if you want if you want to drop by on our way to the uh, to the treatment room. Yeah, please take us there. Yeah, we need to see everyone. All right, we need to see everyone who's here. He keeps taking you down the path. You see out of the corner of your eye, uh, Rishay Tarvulan, who is the 
woman that you're supposed to get the hearts from at the very beginning of this book. <gasps> yeah. Uh, off, off in a corner. She seems like she's communing with nature, which seems very out of place for the woman that you met who definitely seemed like more of a city girl. Oh my God. This is horrific. I know it's fucked up. <laughs> you pass, <laughs> you pass Rigan Vool on your way. <gasps> he seems like he's like, he's kind of mid playing through some kind of training simulator. As you pass by, it almost looks like he is maybe uh, practicing to take the steward Academy entry exam to become a steward in the packed worlds. Was that the Yoxian one? He was the doctor who gave you your implant. Yep. <gasps> oh my, they had, oh, whoops. They also have mm-hmm. a lot of my genetic information. Well, not on them. <laughs> I mean, let's hope those things, woo, let's hope they uh, flush those things. Wow. Yeah. You know, you, you get like, Eshobayo is kind of pointing out other landmarks to you and continuing to describe how great it is here and how he has really never felt more like himself and that he has just become a better man through the various treatment options offered. This place is pure evil. Oh my God. This is pretty pretty fucked up. It's not good. We're in more danger than I thought. There's probably some sort of mind wipe technology that they use to quote rehabilitate people because have any of these do any of these people that are here fit any of the behaviors that they're engaging in God's i mean no. even karm is was the least grumpy person i've ever met we can get them out of here. And I'm going to preface by this that um, Relora has telepathy and can relay messages. So we'll be acting as a relay point for everybody. So every once in a while, telepathically, she'll like be like, oh, hold on. I'm getting like, though, so everybody's not talking at once so they can relay. But I'm picturing Relora like tilting as they're like relaying <laughs> information. It's like, Saren just said this. Oh, the captain responded. So for the listeners not to have to do that, but there's a lot of that inner dialogue going on as uh, Relora's volunteer to be your telepathic relay to pass messages while they're at the facility. It's a good idea. So Eshovayo continues to lead you through the facility is pointing out all these different things. You arrive at like this little community center. You come in. It's a very nicely laid out space. It's practically a spa. And you see a couple of people just hanging out in there. Uh, Yatraxo is curled up on a little love seat, reading a data pad, occasionally glancing up and like shyly looking around the room and then curling up in on herself even more. She just seems really kind of like nervous, super mellow. Karm and Shazarad Quamp, the doctor that you delivered the hearts to. Holy crap. On Vesk 2 are sitting together at a table playing cards. You will notice Shazarad is missing her cigar. Mm-hmm. And seems, as you enter, seems to be extolling the virtues of a plant-based diet and other various health-related concerns to 
A Karm that is much changed, he is frowning at his cards, looks extremely dour, and keeps sneaking glances at the Patra that is languidly draped over a lounge chair in the corner that is sort of observing the room with a kind of like lying in wait sort of energy. Her tail is twitching everywhere. It seems like she would much rather be up leaping around. Um, In fact, as you enter, she kind of yawns and loudly goes, does anybody else want to go play volleyball? I'm bored. Oh, I love volleyball. Hey, are you new? She jumps up and she bounds over to Ballad and like shakes your hand like super aggressively. Love to meet another cat lady. (laughs) I know. It's so exciting. There are not enough of us. Certainly not. We should definitely play volleyball and do nothing else together. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Finally, somebody who likes actually doing something around here. All of these nerds just want to sit and play cards or a weird Yaraberry farming simulator. I just, I just can't. I just can't. Oh yeah, we we gotta we gotta stretch our legs. Literally, couldn't agree more. Anybody else? Well, we should probably go check in on our friend Lindall first, um, and then Who's after Lindahl? that we can have. Uh, he's a new resident here that uh, just just got transferred. Is in treatment now. We wanted to make sure his his time his his joining the community, as it were, was um, smooth. So, oh, you know. that's really nice. Uh, Donnie, why don't you do us a favor and? Uh... Yeah. How do you, wait, 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 hang on. How do you know my name? Do we know each other? Have we met? Oh, I, you're just so well known. I've I've heard of your name. You know, you're just such a popular person. Eshavayo said your name. Eshavayo told us. Yeah. Oh yeah, Eshavayo said yeah that too. Why why don't um you and I go warm up and the rest of you can check on our friend. Well, I actually about I prefer you stay with us. But uh, Donnie, why don't you do this? Why don't you gather everyone together and we'll we'll do some kind of group event when we get back. Something something exciting. Oh my gosh. At last. People who actually want to play, don't worry about it. I will arrange everything. Yeah, just make sure everybody stays really close to each other, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll all go to the beach. We'll all go to the beach. Hey, hey! And then she runs around the room. She, like, claps her little paws, like, directly into Yatrax's face. and goes, hey! <laughs> going to the beach. Get up. No more books. We're done with books. We're going. We're playing a game. Why don't you <sighs> meet us all by the rehabilitation center so we can, uh... Do some activities. That's together. not where the volleyball court is. I know. I just want us to meet there. Yeah, because we got some, we're going to gather some other people, and we're all going to meet together, and then we're all going to go together to the volleyball court. Uh, yeah, whatever. We'll meet you there. I'll go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Riche will want to play. Riche will want to play, and then she like runs out the door, like she is bursting with energy. Okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully that works. Okay, guys, come on. Let's go. Let's <laughs> let's figure out what's going on. Ballad and, silently and- relays that she was hoping. I was hoping uh, she was on the up and up because of how excited she looked when we were there. <sighs> I don't think it, maybe Carm, maybe Carm's grumpy because he hasn't, he's playing along, but maybe, maybe they all uh, really are just mind wiped. It seems like whatever happened, their personalities got rewired. Um, uh, yeah. 
I, I, I am positive that whatever the technology is, I could hijack it to reverse the process. Definitely. That's what I'm kind of hoping. Okay, well, let's get to this thing because I don't want to be here this long. I don't want to. I don't want to turn into these guys. So let's hurry up and get this. Get Have this we run done. into any strangers so far? We know all these people, right? Yes, we do. You know every single one. Um. Yeah, that's why I'm saying we're in way more danger than I expected. Yes. Keep on your toes. Okay. My telepathy extends roughly 60 feet. I can try to ping Lindal, if you think. But, I mean, I could also wait till we're closer. Mm. If he doesn't remember us, he it might it might just scare him. So, so did you... Did you all want to see the, the, uh, the examination room? This was your ask earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if we should go there. Maybe we should just see our friend first. Hmm? Well, but that's probably where he'd be, you know, if he's new. Oh, okay. Like, we go there every day. We go there once a day for a checkup. Uh, mm. And then there's also, they do, they do like intake there. Mm-hmm, checkup, yeah. Are there, <laughs> are there medical doctors that do this, or is it just all drones? I've seen a bunch of drones around. Oh, uh, I, I think I think it's drones. Anyway, uh, this Yarraberry, Yarraberry Farming Simulator. So, like, what level have you gotten to? And now he's talking to Relora. Telepath- <laughs> Telepathically, he's like, I'll keep him busy, I suppose, with that topic. And then out loud, it's like, well, as far as I've gotten is level 62. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so far. <laughs> I love his voice. <laughs> All right. Are you going to follow Eshevayo to the examination room or do you want to explore a little more? We'll make a beeline. I, I want to get out of here as soon as possible. Yeah. So let's... Yeah. This place is freaking me out. This is giving Pleasantville? Like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh yes exactly. And Truman Show? Like, I'm not comfortable here. Yeah, this is this is the opposite of chaos. This is order, order. This is like lawful good, lawful. It's lawful evil. Actually, never mind. There is no yeah. war in Bossing Say. <laughs> when you talked about coming up on the big wall and it opening up, I was like, I got major Bossing Say vibes. When we get to the examination room, I want to preface that Ballad is going to stay outside because she wants to keep an eye on approaching figures of any kind. She's doing her security officer duties. All right, I'll relay that. Okay. Also, aside from the horror of this, I love the idea of Eshovayo in a Hawaiian shirt and booty shorts. Yes. <laughs> so cute! So good. <laughs> and a grumpy carm. Yeah, grumpy carm! Grumpy carm is so funny. <laughs> You proceed to the examination room. It's a nice little sign on it. Uh, Eshovayo kind of gestures you on where he goes like, yeah, if, you know, if, he's, if he's here already, like he'll be in there getting his checkup. Yeah, Saren walks in. All right, I'll be in tow. Leads the, leads the way. Uh, before I walk in, I do my, um, and I'm going to use a um, resolve point and roll a perception check to see if I can pick up some alternative worlds of where this like what goes on in this war like kind of area um 
it's a hell of a roll, but let's see what we get here. Um, got an eight. Eight's not going to be quite it. Yeah. Saren, what you see when you open the door, Lindahl is not here. It is a relatively empty room. It's got two examination tables in it and two very surprised individuals whom you already know. Oh, no. Nemolith and Jinx from the Wintermorn. <gasps> oh, no. No. Are in, are in the room and startled when you walk into it. And Nemolith goes, Oh, thank fuck. Someone else? You, you, you remember us. You're, you're normal, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. I bumped into wow. Shazarod out there, and it's like she turned into a totally different person. Look, we have done jobs with every single person out there in the last, like, two months. They are none of them who they used to be. That's fucked. That's fucked, darling. I don't, I hate it. <laughs> it where's the rest of your crew? Well, and she trades a look with Jinx. That's why we're here. We're doing a jailbreak. Oh, cool. Us too. <laughs> <laughs> Parallel jailbreaks. <laughs> they got uh, they got Neva and Dizzy. Oh, we discovered where they were being held, and then we discovered that you can apparently just walk right in, which seems like a trap. Like a trap. Yes, yes, like that. Exactly. I'm triply worried now to discover that you know everyone out the out there. The only person I recognized was Shazarod. What happened to Oathbreaker? Did uh, they get away? Yeah, we were able to set her down, you know, in the next safe location. It was a little bit after that that we were attacked and two of us were captured. But we don't have time to go into the full story right now because based on what I've seen here, I don't want to leave my people here any longer than we have to. Um, who are you here for? Uh, well... Because it seems like all of you are here. It's like Jinx is counting the four of you. Like, it's the Rendo... Rendo Kasafa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we were here for... A dramata by the name of Lindahl, who we were supposed to make a sale to. And, um, well, at this point, I kind of feel like we're here for everyone. Yeah. No kidding. All right. Well, we're all here because we care about more than just credits. Right? Let's get it done. Well, I was here for the credits at first, but <laughs> now, now there's something really <laughs> fucked. <laughs> and I'm here for my friends. One of you, or all of you, make me a perception check. 21 was mine. 21 for Ballad. But Heidi got even better. 18. Friday rolled a 19. Saren rolled a 26. Oh, you're killing it. All right. Well, yeah. Um, after a little bit of searching, it only takes you a couple of minutes with all four of you, plus Nemolith, plus Jinx to find a small pressure plate in the south wall of this room. <gasps> and when you press it, it opens a hidden door to a staircase leading downward. Bum, bum, Far bum. Beyond the Stars is a oh, fantastic world's my. production. 
Thank you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast based on the Reign of Winter adventure path for Pathfinder 1E. And you can also connect with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We have links to all that good stuff on our website at fantasticworldspod.com. This podcast does cost us money to make. We would very much appreciate your money. If you have any to spare, uh, please consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash. We've got some great behind-the-scenes content there for all of our shows, and you'll also uh, get our undying gratitude for supporting our queer actual play podcasts. If you don't have money that you want to give us, that's fine too. Please instead consider the free option of leaving us a review on any platform that will let you do it because that will help other people find the show. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Heidi, your chief engineer, Saren Caceres, who is in real life freaked the heck out. Um, I have literal chills, goosebumps, and I want to go throw up now. Um, (laughs) But I also wanted to shout out the person that said that they would listen, give our give our podcast listen the other day. Uh, Timid on Discord, you seemed pretty cool. Hope you enjoy the show. You can find me on Twitter at Famahillion. This is Angel. Hey, Yarberry Farming over here. (laughs) If you have any Yarberry Farming tips, (laughs) that's uh, Espinoza nine one six. Get past irrigation levels. <laughs> I just keep waiting for them to say, hey, guys. Hey, hey girl. <laughs> Channeling a little bit of like a more bored turtle princess. Um, okay. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> this is Jess. Yo, the plot thickens. I was going to say earlier, she thick. And when I say she mm-hmm. thick, I'm talking about the plot. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh i'm who am i i don't know you can find me (laughs) you can find me on all the things at hank the clank it changes week to week it changes week to week i don't know who i am (laughs) i'm much like (laughs) relora just a creature (laughs) and this is your chaotic space i almost said chaotic space vampire but that's not true this is your (laughs) kid (laughs) <laughs> this like is your that. chaotic space daddy, Friday Francisco. You can reach me at Dustin Alexander. If you enjoy our show, please tell a friend, tell a family member, uh, download this podcast onto their phones with the password that you already know. Do uh, it. Because that's that's what friends do for each other. And we'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. Uh, Jessica, what's your role in there? Oh, I'm not actually attacking. I was, um, <laughs> I'm adding things to my sheet. <laughs>
I saw that. I was like, oh my god, you're attacking the door? Hardcore. They kill the door. Wow. Uh, so Ballad is Ballad is so impatient that they whip out their solar weapon and attack the door. Just putting in some numbers. You, yeah. Uh, Sarah, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, Ballad. <laughs> Ballad doesn't need to. All everybody's names just dropped clean out of my head. I was so focused on memorizing. <laughs> I was like, Riaz, 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 he they, Riaz, he they. <laughs> that ever I forgot everybody else's name. I was gonna I was gonna recommend uh, Matthew Broderick because the joke what remember in uh Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he talks about being a short order cook on Mars. Oh, you know what? I like that. I'll go, I'm going to put that on my dossier. Riaz the Kasafa, played by Matthew Broderick. Love it. Now it's canon. <laughs> Be a very short Kasafa. Yeah, uh, porn is bad, so eat dry corn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no porn, more corn. No, less corn, more corn. <laughs>